Yo, 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 holy shit, we finally made it. Here, we finally out here, after all yo, these years. Yeah, fuck yeah. Uh, so, <clears throat> for, for, for anybody who uh, decides to watch this at any given point in time, yep. listen to it, this has been a, it's been a struggle, it's been a struggle. Uh, yep. We, I'm, I'm streaming from the garage. Because, uh, you know, I couldn't use my room. So, um, yep. I tried to stream from my MacBook and I couldn't get the audio work. And so now, um, I brought did my the PC whole, hall. damn PC up in this bitch. So, the LAN hall, man. Gonna do a LAN party one day when we bring all our PCs together in the same house. Good time. Yeah. It's the best time ever. Um, so yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Hopefully everything goes well. We don't drop too many frames out here or anything. Um, yeah. But, but yeah. <clears throat> How's it going, Mr. Chair? How are you? How is life? Good. Chugging along. Still alive. Holidays. Can't believe Thanksgiving's already on this Thursday. I legitimately forgot. <laughs> yeah. Or I just didn't even know. I was like, oh damn, it's here already. I just hate it when these holidays are on like the middle of the week. It just kind of takes away from it. Yeah, I mean the good thing is like you know, for or adds to it, I guess. If you like, you know, your company you work for is cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I get to have half day tomorrow and then Thursday, Friday off, which is pretty dope. Um, yep. But uh, we'll see how well that actually works out because usually when you have half days off or whatever. Um, and your salary, you don't really get your half a day off that much. So, yeah. But yeah, it's it's good. It's uh, you know, I have to cook. I have to cook a nice juicy turkey for people because, um, you know, most people don't like turkey anymore because they usually eat a dry, gross, cold turkey because no one knows how to cook fucking turkey apparently. Yeah. So. Uh, I'll uh, I'll be cooking it correctly and nicely, and it'll be nice and moist and delicious. Good. Yeah. Good. So, do you have uh, Thanksgiving plans? Uh, we got my grandma, so we're going to be doing it at her house. Uh, just me, my mom, my dad. <sighs> Nothing else really going on. Um, yeah, you know, we got the turkey at Cotton. My parents got the turkey at Costco. Uh, so <laughs> it's in the fridge right now, and uh, yeah, that's really honestly about it. Um, mashed potatoes, got some nice. King Hawaiian for dinner rolls. Uh, yeah, just the basic stuff. Um, yeah, we're not really don't really do anything fancy for Thanksgiving or go anywhere. Not not lately, anyway. Yeah, um, it's uh, I mean, freaking last year, like we couldn't do shit, obviously. Because of COVID, and uh, it was actually like yeah. super tough last year. Because you know, when people you know are like dying, <laughs> and uh, yeah, like it's literally right before Thanksgiving. Yeah, like we yeah. we ended up last year just like we we didn't really do like a traditional Thanksgiving. I mean, I made a turkey, but mostly for other people, like as a gift kind of. Um, and then like for us, we just made like. Uh, like a nice rotisserie chicken, uh, and like some carbonara and shit. It's pretty good. But I still made like mashed potatoes and gravy and turkey. Like I just didn't do it how I normally would. I just made it quick because I was told like last minute we're gonna make it for someone. So, um, yeah. But this yeah. year, this year we get the whole wazoo. The turkey is defrosting right now. It's gonna go in the brine soon. That's a whole twelve-hour process. Mm. Then I, you know. As, as a lot goes into it. So. Yeah, me and my friend are, a friend of mine were just talking about that. Uh, the many analogs, many annals of turkey. I myself am not a big fan of turkey. I prefer ham as a holiday, like a roast of choice. Uh, but, you know, everyone has their differences. I just like homogenized ham a lot, so I try to do that when I can. Yeah, the, th the fun thing is, like, um, like, since I've been in California, like, since I was like 11 or 12 all of our mm. Thanksgivings were at my mom's parents house and like 
you know, they, they can cook, but like they weren't good at planning cooking. So every yeah. time we'd like, and, and well, from my experience, everybody sucks at making a turkey for some reason. So, <laughs> um, yeah, like the turkey was always dry. And then like by the time we ate, even if, like for Christmas, it was always ham for Thanksgiving, it's always turkey. But anytime we sat down to eat, everything was already cold. Like that the food was like the meat was cold. The potatoes were cold. The gravy was cold. I'm just like, you guys didn't plan this better to make sure everything is like, and I fucking hate cold food. Like I'll throw that shit in the microwave and eat it. But yeah, I don't know. Like I, I don't mind ham, but I feel like if, if someone knows how to properly cook a turkey so that it's like nice and juicy and flavorful and, and, and warm, like it, it'll, it'll be, it'll convert a lot of people who, who have claimed to hate turkey their whole lives. Well, you know, I, I I don't say that I hate turkey. Yeah. I'll just say that I'm like tired of it. <laughs> it's probably the best way to describe it. That makes sense. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited. Like, I always get nervous to cook for other people because I, I you know, I always get scared or disappoint people for some reason. But um, mm. no, I think I think it'll everything will come out come out fine. Putting in the preparation. Uh, you know what they say, luck is when preparation meets opportunity. People say that, right? I mean, I guess that is what they, that is what they say. I don't know. I haven't met anyone said that but you, so I guess you're everyone or they in this context. I've heard that. (laughs) So. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll trust whoever that person was that told to you. Then you and they, you and them can be they. There you go. Cool. Um, but yeah, uh, so anything else going on in life? Any, any updates you care to share or, uh... No, just been walking the dog. Been, been a little off this week. I'm not sure if it's just because of the weather's change or because I'm just, I, feel, I actually feel like a little sick, but I like, oh. like definitely sick. Just like I got a little something. Just like under so, the weather a little bit or like tired. Yeah, that's the best way to describe it. But super, super tired of yeah. Yeah, I feel that. So I um, yeah, really been chilling at home playing this mod for Empire War, a game we talked about last time. Uh, I guess this game, you know, it's been out for a long time now, fifteen to sixteen years. Uh, I guess the mod community's been supporting it now for ten years, and actually in twenty twenty one, after you know. The game's but the game's very old. Let's look at that. The uh, developers for the game released a patch to help modern mod support for it, um, and so they just updated a game. Um, uh, there's a couple mods, but I really like the Rise of the Rebellion uh, because it's really hard, <laughs> and also like you you have to play as the rebels, you know, fighting against the Galactic Empire at their full might, which was not a fun time. Um, what I also like about the mods is that it includes more characters from the books, uh, from Thrawn's books. Like, all the different generals of the Alliance and stuff like that. It's just a fun little game, and I've been playing it too, way too much lately. Nice. <laughs> like, I just trapped my room playing it. And I really do enjoy it, even if it is hard, but... You learn to love the pain, pain when you're a gamer, I guess. Um, watched Eternals recent... Uh, no, uh, Arcane. Oh, yeah, Arcane, Eternals. But also Arcane, the League of Legends show, the yeah. animation. It was actually pretty good. Uh, really intense. Uh, but good enough. Um, what else? Yeah, I saw Eternals. That thought that thought it was pretty good. You know, I don't understand why I was complaining about it. It was like there's no easy way to start off. But it's essentially, you know, from what I can understand of this, this is them moving into the next era or the next part of whatever Marvel's supposed to be now, right? So um, there's yeah. really no easy way to get that started. It is odd though because it feels like Eternals is so so far beyond what we're used to. Oh. Yeah, it's all, It's funny, and now that I'm thinking more about it, like, I remember watching it, and it's like, whoever, it, it's like they forgot how to make, like, a less, like, how do we make a not-action movie? That's, like, the first thing they said. And it's funny, because, like, all the scenes and dialogue, like, are mixed between these insane action cuts, which are really good-looking, but it's like they forgot how to make an action movie and rediscovered the process of, like, and not how to forget an action movie. Like, they forgot how to make a more low-key relaxed movie and uh like they rediscovered that process over the course of this movie yeah i think like as far as like reviews go 
like it's a weird space for a movie because like the director is like kind of a well-known indie director and like people expect a lot of her and stuff so when she makes a marvel movie people go in expecting to see some other movie that she might make but she has to balance her style with the mcu and what it means to be a hero and and all these new kind of ideas and i think like she weaves really well like I, i mean obviously she probably didn't write the script but within within the movie is like these nice kind of deeper theological or philosophical questions and and uh you know like there's a lot there's a lot there for people who want to find those things yeah um, but also if you just want to go watch a mindless you know kind of enjoyable movie cool looking like, very cool yeah i mean it, it's, it's a beautiful movie like the, the the sets are really pretty the shots are really nice i mean the people look yep. great like yeah uh, there's there's a lot of humor like if you don't want to have to think there's a lot of of like action as well despite people saying it feels slow or whatever i mean you're introducing a whole there's bunch plenty of, of action. characters yeah and you know even think about like i mean what how many new characters how many eternals were there like eight or nine in this movie like it's yeah, really hard lot. to flesh that out you can yeah. even argue like guardians of the galaxy which is only a team of five Mm. you know even there like they could have probably like th- there wasn't necessarily enough time to flesh out every single character um and when you have a movie like this that's introducing a bunch of new characters that honestly nobody really cares about or has a reason to care about um it's it's difficult i i do think like the the icarus portrayal was was pretty expected <laughs> Mm-hmm. even like you know like i i've read a lot of comic books i haven't read a lot of eternals because it's never interested me so i didn't know anything about it going in anyway um mm. and and i could just tell like by the way he behaved like oh like he's gonna betray them you know mm. um but yeah i don't know i think the movie just got review bombed because well some people review bombed it because you know there's uh you know, a gay man and his gay husband who kiss. And, mm. um, for some reason that really pisses people off. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm actually surprised that Disney is stuck to their guns and said, they're not going to censor that. And so it, the movie won't be released in a lot of middle Eastern countries and it won't be released in China. Um, which a lot of people are going to be like, Oh yeah, that's great. Disney's doing a great job. But like, the thing people need to understand, and I think people really miss this point a lot, is Disney exists to make money. Mm. Like, that's their number one goal, is to make money. It's not to please people or to move social justice forward or anything else. Like, that, those are all byproducts of making money and, like, ways to make more money. But, yeah, like, their, their, their number one priority is making money. So, when, a, when they refuse billions of dollars out of China, pretty much, like, that says something um and it's it's a huge statement i think because they did they they cut out the kiss uh, at the end of rise of skywalker where two two women kiss right because yeah they wanted the chinese market and for a movie like star wars well that's literally like hundreds of millions of dollars for them yep eternals with covid maybe they're not losing that much maybe that's why they don't care as much yeah uh, but sure they're taking a stand they're not allowing those scenes to be cut they're not allowing them well, to be censored and, and- and into this is more i think more than a social justice issue i think this might be kind of a recognition by many companies in the united states how much that they have unwilling like just unknowingly bent over backwards to comply with state officials and the ccp uh which were literally they have to review everything like everything that comes in like they, the state proctors watch it and they say no 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 cut this out this is anti-chinese no 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 cut this out this is anti-communist you know and then it's released to the public. Like, it's a really, it's it's just, yeah. Um, I think they finally noticed that uh, maybe that's not the best deal they can get. I'm, not, I'm just not 100% sure, you know. Um, hopefully, they're just recognizing that <laughs> it's just not a good way to make money. Because it's essentially, technically, kind of blood. There's a lot of dirty money that comes out of China, unfortunately. Especially now, with whatever kind of weird mix of social capitalist whatever the fuck it is i don't know it's a really weird machine now 
Yeah. Um, and I'm just hoping that a lot of American companies are starting to wash their hands of the whole situation, which, we'll you know. See. I mean, but people yeah. are hoping that they continue this with, like, huge releases like Avengers movies or Star Wars movies. I, I highly doubt they will. I highly doubt that yeah. they'll, they'll continue to do something like this. I, I mean, with Eternals, right, like, in COVID, well, it's what it's kind of whatever to them, right? Like, in, in Disney, I think, is making up for a lot of their losses through Disney Plus and things like that. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. I mean, at the end of the day, it's like they, they exist to make money, and they'll make money however they can. Yeah. Well, just hopefully where they decide to make that money uh, changes. <laughs> or at least they reshift their focus. I don't know. Problem is there's just a lot of people that live in the, in the country of China that are, you know have a lot of money that we're willing to spend it. Or you right. know people like us that just go to work every day and they come home to their kids and their family and they want to take the kids out and see the new Avengers movie. You know, that's always been their main target demographic. And there's a lot of people like that in China now. So... Yeah, I mean, we act like America is the worst country in the world, and uh, everyone here is hateful and bigoted. But people have no is, idea. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that America is pretty progressive. Uh, yeah, people have no idea how conservative the rest of the world is. Like, you know, uh, a friend of mine, uh, his girlfriend uh, lives in you know certain uh, Malaysia, and they recently had a complete shift, uh, and all women are now required to be in public, you know, in hijab with headscarves. Uh, just. You know, I can imagine them trying to do that here. Like, okay, girls, you have to cover up. Can't show shoulders, chest, and no skin at all. And you got to cover your hair up, too. Like, it's just, it's, it, yeah. yeah. It, people, people just, they just don't get it. Like, you know, I've, yeah. People, like I've said before, are country, uh, culturally spoiled. Very yeah. culturally spoiled. Uh, I typed in the chat all by my lonesome. Because no one else is doing it. Yeah, dude. You tell him. <laughs> I'm telling him. I'm Sorry if I seem a little scatterbrained tonight. I'm just... No, like no, it. it's all good. Yeah. I mean, even like um, a lot of... a lot. I mean, a lot of Asian countries are still very like... Yeah. Women must obey their husbands and... Well, that's that's why you got like in the Philippines. Why OkCupid okay, is always blowing... My OkCupid's okay, always blowing up with girls. <laughs> at their location in California <laughs> and I always strike up conversations with them because they like a lot of there's a lot of good music out of the Philippines like there's a really good heavy metal scene in the Philippines like thrash it's kind of like thrashy like you know sort of skate metal uh, it's hard yeah good good shit um but a lot of girls there are on OkCupid so I even talk to them about bands or food or whatever and they're like I'm like why are you doing this like why are you like setting your match to OkCupid like from the Philippines like you know and here and it's like, are you okay? You're like, are you kidnapped? She's like, no, just all the men in the Philippines are off. That's, that's the consistent, like, that's, that's the consistent answer I've gotten every single time. It's, yeah, it? like I said again, people have no idea. I mean, uh, maybe that's why um, my <laughs> wife married me. <laughs> yeah. What is it? Is that something that she told you? Did you get that? Did you get that response too? No, but um, but Filipino uh, people in general, like, for some mm. reason, really like white people. <laughs> like, like it's it's like part of their country too. Like, like part of their like culture in a lot of ways is like they want to be white and like they. <laughs> it's, it's it's odd. Okay. Yeah, um, it's kind of like Japan. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but, but I mean, it, it, it is what it is, but yeah, it, it is, like, an interesting thing that, like, just their obsession with, like, turning their, like, bleaching their skin and stuff, and, like, Ugh. yeah, uh, like, and, and there's, like, a whole, like, under underground, like, black market with, like, people will come to your house and, like, inject you with the shit to turn your skin whiter, <laughs> like, it's crazy. Um, yeah. Well, just like, you know, Dragonbone, everything. Like, there's a lot of crazy shit that goes on. Like, Dragonbone, for those that don't know, is ivory. And ivory, the ivory trade has led to the destruction of over 300 different beautiful species of animals that we'll not only be able to tell our kids about in pictures and not actually be able to show them in person ever. Yeah. Um, so it's, you know, <laughs> and it, they, the whole reason Dragonbone is considered the thing is because it's supposed to get your dick hard. 
that's like the idea anyway it's supposed to make you like sexually like you know a, a monster or something and it's it's just so stupid yeah it, <sighs> I don't know. like the, the funny thing too is like the philippines is such a like religious country like, yeah you, you can't you can't it's like it's not even legal to get divorced there very uh, conservative yeah and so like it's just crazy to me because like my my wife will watch um like filipino talk shows kind of like stuff or like radio talk shows mm. uh where the, like this guy like literally just talks to like women all day every day that and like they're all like in abusive relationships and their husbands are always cheating on them or in in shit and jesus fuck man yeah yep anyway that got dark well, I'm sh- yeah well i'm sure there are good men out there too in the co- in that country but it's just Man, when everyone's going online and like <laughs> trying to find a husband over here, well, you gotta you gotta ponder. It's all because ponder. of how like how much they glorify America as well. Yeah, because, because the Philippines like views America as like uh, like a savior. Yeah, like they're, like there's statues of fucking General Patton and shit in the Philippines, just because like we help them, uh, we 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 pretty much save them from the fucking Japanese and shit in World War Two. Yep. So. But yeah. <sighs> okay. So Eternals. Just interesting. Yeah, Eternals. Well, like I so, said, like the problem is with the Eternals with unwrapping it, like it's just hard to unwrap unless you, <coughs> excuse me, unless you've seen the movie. You know, like this feels like one of those movies you really just need to go out and watch, and just don't read reviews, don't listen to me. Oh, it went dark. Okay. Yeah. This light is like motion censored, so. Oh Jesus! You're, in, you're right plunged now. in. You're plunged into darkness. There you go. Right. So yeah. it's just like I said. Don't listen to me. Don't listen to him. Just go out and see the movie. Like it, it does. Like it ask a lot of questions about like where we're we going and like what it means to be human and why humans do the things that they do and are we a good species? Are we worth saving or not? You know what? What would happen if there were seven people that watched us grow up throughout our entire history? Uh, the scene with Hiroshima was very intense. Um, it's one of the reasons when the Eternals left, and then later on he realized that the, some bitter truths about war and what it does for the human species on the occasion. Um, just... Yeah, I feel like the problems with like would the story come in in a lot of ways, like it can seem contrived or whatever. Like, why not just like why do they not know from the start that like their mm-hmm. their purpose here, like because keeping it a secret doesn't that like you know. When you let people fall in love with people and stuff in a planet for like thousands of years, don't you expect that they'll rebel? Yeah. Um, well, I think I think the idea was that the two of them just let it happen, and then the other Eternals don't know what was going on, and then they would just get their memories wiped before they even realized what was going on. Like the planet would just explode to them. Right. I think I think that was the general idea. Uh, but you're right. It, you know and. I don't know, man. Blowing up a planet seems kind of intense. <laughs> like, it's just, it seems like kind of a really doom, de- doomsday apocalypse plot. And then they say, well, Thanos prevented it for five years and then everyone came back. So now the process is starting again. Like, blah, 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 blah. And that's the other weird like, thing. Like, Th- Thanos is technically a celestial. Not a celestial. Uh, what is the. An eternal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not a celestial. Yeah. But he's technically, like, you know. I mean that's why that's why Arrow's his brother Star Fox shows up, you know, like, mm. um, in the post credit scene. Uh, but yeah, like, there there are some questions, I guess. I mean, Deviants, not not the greatest villains. <laughs> oh, they weren't. That's the thing about this movie that people, a lot of people need to like. There just wasn't a. This movie didn't really have a villain, you know. Well, that's the idea. I, I think. Was a villain, right? Well, I don't. I wouldn't really consider him a villain because he was only a villain for like the last twenty minutes. He's in, he's they, a, he's at least the antagonist, right? Yes, yes, he was the anti. He turned into the antagonist and, at the and, very end. And uh, er- Erisham, pretty much. Yeah, the, yeah. Well, you're too like at the end when he grabbed those Eternals and Jon Snow. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> that that role is gonna follow him for the rest of his life. Yeah. So who is that guy supposed to be? Do you know? Because I don't yeah, know. Yeah, Black Knight. Him. Oh, okay. Is that like cool? Is he dope? Is he's alright. Like... I mean, he, he is a member of the Avengers and whatever. I mean, Black Knight's whatever. The thing is, like, any time a new 
character from comics makes his way into like live action everyone makes a big deal about it like as if they've been fans of them for hundreds of years and just like yo let's be honest nobody sat there 10 years ago and like i can't wait to see live action black knight dude like come on now i I mean i I get it with certain characters like i i've been waiting to see moon knight for a long time because i love moon knight but moon knight's a popular character yeah like (laughs) it's like people like (laughs) ghost rider or punisher like these are popular characters that people want to see nobody's sitting there like dude i can't wait to see black knight bro i cannot (laughs) fucking wait man like yeah the same with like people aren't sitting there like i can't wait to see karnak and triton dude like no I, i mean if you like inhumans maybe but like most people are not doing that like Dude, I, I, I so crave to see a live-action Mole Man. Like, <laughs> I want to see Mole Man. What the hell? Like, what are you talking about? That sounds great. Live act. Like, they, get, they already got this weird duck assassin show going on Hulu right now. Keeps weirding me out with all its, <laughs> its like trailers. That's the or thing monkey is, assassin. Like, Sorry. The, the Mole Man comment might actually make people mad because Mole Man is the first, the the villain in the first issue of Fantastic Four to ever governed mm. but like dude he's just not that interesting <laughs> <laughs> he's a mole he's a man what else do you want from a villain i i don't i don't know i don't know what else i want all right but there's the same thing like with x-men nobody wants to see nobody's begging for fucking chameleon and x-men and shit like but, <laughs> like but but if but if you if the, an x-men movie comes out and they say chameleon's gonna be in it oh my god dude i can't fucking wait man i i've been waiting for this for like 12 minutes like, that's what that's what just some people are like. I know. Ugh, they get the hype. They get on board the hype train. They, just... they take 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 a ticket from station of disappointment to station of disappointment. All aboard the hype train. Choo <laughs> choo. Yeah, like for me, nothing ruins something faster than fandom. Like, and mm. and honestly, like you know, I I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Blah blah blah. But I don't really consider myself part of fandom. I'm I'm not on fucking internet blogs arguing with people about how great or how terrible things are like i'm not sitting there on twitter yelling at people because they like to fucking the last jedi and shit like i i don't i don't care yeah. but the fact that they exist and like if they they what is the what is the phrase i'm looking for it's like they insist upon themselves so much that like you can't just be like oh my god dude the spider-man no way home trailer just came out and it was fucking mm. sick dude like it was cool oh, i'm excited for the movie oh yeah dude but how come they didn't have andrew garfield and toby Maguire in there that's the worst kept secret yeah. and in fucking movie history we all know they're gonna well be that's there. just because well the simple answer is because there's a lot of people on the internet who are huge assholes and they obsess over movies that came out uh, 15 years ago and have a bunch of lines that they feel are funny and then need to be repeated forever. And they needed to make the same joke over and over and over and over and over again. Just like the people in Star Wars, you know, the obsession, like Obi-Wan the show is coming because when McGregor played a character who got arguably memed into popularity again. That's just it. Like, you know, the the line, hello there. Like yeah. the line was just a huge meme, and it carried his character like alive. And now we have Obi Wan. So, yeah, I mean, <sighs> and I, that's the thing. Like, even though I love Obi Wan, I hate all that shit. Like, all that, all the memes yeah. are like whatever. Like, I, I don't think any of them are actually funny. Like, yeah. I just enjoy the character of Obi Wan. But yeah, you're not wrong. Um, yeah, you know, because at the end of the day, these are also the people that keep these like their memories alive, and especially like in the in the social media sphere, you know, at least if they're arguing over a certain character, that character still being talked about, and it's still something that comes to conversation at a company board somewhere. These are the Hopefully, people to blame anyway. for for Rise of Skywalker. Let's be honest. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's Star Wars fandom, like you, like you know, the at the end of the day, all you need to know is that George Lucas, uh, the creator of Star Wars, uh, kind of left because his fans. He didn't. He, I'm not sure if he said exactly word for word. Oh, it's because the fans are huge assholes. But I'm pretty sure he said something to that effect. Well, I mean, and that's just the truth. I mean, they they made a whole a whole fucking documentary about how much like they they hated him and like 
Like, oh yeah, the fans versus George Lucas, or the nerds versus George Lucas, yeah, or whatever. I'm pretty yeah. sure they. I'm pretty sure like they they wanted to try him for crimes against Star Wars and shit, and like, I, I'm pretty sure there was a meme that he was the he he George Lucas is the Phantom Menace, like. <laughs> fucking hell, we'll, man, like Okay. But but those people those people uh, that that were doing that to him, you know, 20 years ago, those are the same people begging for him to come back now. Yeah, exactly. Like, this is. Oh, and while we're on the topic of Star Wars, I know last last episode, uh, we I watched What If, and I changed my mind, um, so I decided to go back and rewatch uh, Attack of the Clones episode two, and I'm glad to report that my mind has not changed at all. <laughs> Holy shit, that movie is fucking so it's so bad, yeah, it's, it's so bad, it's, it's, <laughs> it's uh... a rough watch. Like I'm just. Just, I was watching the Phantom Menace. I'm like, oh, fucking pod racing. Ah, oh, there are explosions going on. Okay, this is dumb kid shit. Like, oh, the Gungans. Oh, Misa, Usa, who? <laughs> like, it's just, it's just, it's just stupid. Like, you know, the droids are dummy and goof, like, and goofy, and there's like little to no blood, and it's a kids movie. Yeah, attack the clones. Yeah, there's not even enough like like interim scenes to get you through the cringe, because like, let's yeah. be honest, like the Sam Wetzel like plot line where she's trying to assassinate Amadala like through the window and shit like that's not that entertaining like hey man you want to buy some death sticks no <laughs> I want to go home and think of, you should go home and think about my life choices I should go home and think about my life yeah um, <laughs> oh the speeder I mean, scenes look so bad <laughs> the, the Django Fett thing is relatively interesting but like only to a certain degree um, yeah, for like the like, ten minutes of screen time and the three minutes of those screen time for him getting decapitated. Yeah, the, <laughs> just... the movie's just bad until the Battle of Geonosis. Let's be honest, right? Like, yeah. like the third act, or I mean, it's probably a four act movie. Like the fourth act, then like the Battle of Geonosis, and okay. then the final battle with Dooku. Like that's all entertaining stuff. But fucking... to... <laughs> when Padme falls off the fucking like transport thing, and she's like, "No, we need to go and help them." And he's like, oh, okay. And then they just, like, run off in the middle of fucking nowhere. And, like, I guess they, like, just wove their hands or something to shake down another transport to pick them up. Because they were hella far away from the battle. It's, it's oh, just. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, into, like, the, even the fight scene with Dooku. Like, God, when they're forced throwing stuff at each other. It just looks so janky and stupid. Uh, well, I mean, I don't know, man. Like, I just remember he's the He's just holding his Count Dooku's just holding his fingers out like this, and like something a pipe starts shaking that it just like juts off the wall. <laughs> yeah, and anytime like they crush something with the force, it looks really weird too. Yeah, but yeah. but when Yoda walks in, all like old man, and then he fucking force, pulls out his lightsaber, lightsaber into his yeah. Ah, oh, that's so sick. But then yeah, see, he's just was, like floating in the air is kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, and he, he can't see anything. <laughs> And it also led to the worst fighting style possible in Lego Star Wars. Like, Yoda just, like, flies around in the air like he's not even hitting anything. It's hella funny. Uh, Yoda's a hero in, a, in uh, Empire War. And his, like, special ability is called Force, like, Jump Attack. And he's literally just hearing, you just hear those little, yeah, yeah, sounds as he's, like, yeah. jumping around, jumping around through the units, like, just killing them all with his lights. <laughs> it's 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 really stupid and bad. Uh, um, have you seen the meme where it's like where Ahsoka's like set set your guns to stun? We don't want to hurt anyone. Like Emperor sixty six, and then Yoda's yeah. just like fucking murdering them, shit. fucking like chopping their heads off and shit. Uh, but Revenge of the yeah. Sith is really good. It is, yeah. I watched that movie right away. Um, God, I also kind of, palate. <laughs> also, I, yeah, I, yes, I did, and then I cleansed my palate. Also, I watched A New Hope. And man, like I have a new perspective on how fucking good that movie was. Now, like yeah. God, they made they made droids like robots personable mm -hmm. in a time when everyone had the same like you know their their characters that add and contribute to the plot of the movie. Like you know, there are things that they do that just aside from being plot devices that help contribute to other characters' growth. It's phenomenal, like yeah. really is, and that takes a lot to make a robot a character in a story that has like an actual personality is a really difficult ask. It really is. And they just did it. Well, George Lucas did it. I'm not sure, like... Well, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And then we watched I've Empire been, War. And, the, and that Empire. 
So go ahead. I've been wanting to rewatch Empire Strike Back for for a while. I just haven't got around to it. Yeah, um, I got back and then I then I got into Empire Strike Back and like I was playing a video game on the side. Okay, I was playing Empire that modification for Empire War and I was watching uh, Star Wars on the screen because I'm a huge fucking Star Wars nerd. And um, man, dude, like I just paused my game for pretty much all of <laughs> for pretty much all of the Empire Strikes Back. I was just watching it. The scenes with Yoda, dude, like God, like it's just so. How do they make Yoda this stupid green little alien? Like he, he just there's some there's so much weight to everything he says to Luke. Like yeah. when he starts getting serious, you know, like when he turns from funny little alien to like, oh, I can't train this kid. He's not fucking ready, basically. And then Obi Wan intervenes, and then he gets all serious talk. Yeah, <laughs> like wars not make one great, great, just great opening line, great way to open the line. Yeah, yeah, I did. There's just so much. Yeah, like. There's so much to unpack there. Like, absolutely. Like, all those scenes. I fucking love Yoda in, yep. in Empire. Like. And I, I, I watched, um, you know, The Return of the Jedi. Or whatever the fuck. Force, Force Returns or Force Returns Jedi. I don't fucking know. Return of the Jedi? <laughs> Episode 6. And man, like, you know, like... I think the reason a lot that movie was so disorienting is because it started right away with Jabba's Palace. Like, there's probably an easy, better way to open that movie that lets in the Jabba's Palace scene. But honestly, most of that movie is pretty good. I like how much the an asshole the Emperor was. Uh, Ewok stuff was stupid again. You know, with bows and arrows and stuff. Hey man, they <laughs> needed to sell those toys. <laughs> also, like you know, how like uh, I saw a meme, uh, not another meme, but I just saw like a reference, like people asking, "How do you think they had a correct size dress for Leia?" <laughs> Oh yeah, you think it's possible that they killed a NATO woman? That was exactly like his measurements they gave her that dress. Yeah, that was in yeah. um like the Family Guy spoof of Return of the Jedi too. Like, like they're like they're like they they changed your clothes and they braided your hair. How do they know the <laughs> fine the fine arts of like braiding hair? <laughs> they just <laughs> figured it out, dude. You Ewoks braid your hair. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's just some good shit. Really, all three of those movies are just really, really good. Now you know why it's the most successful movie franchise of all time. Because like you see shit like Dune, like I watched the original Dune again. I mean, you've got to watch that movie one night. I'm gonna, you don't have to smoke weed, but I'm gonna bring my bong up and I'm gonna smoke a lot of weed because <laughs> you gotta. That's how you need to get through that movie now because you've already watched it once sober, so I'm never watching it sober ever. It's not bad, huh? It's it's just a trip, let me tell ya. You you know, you may want to start drinking after watching the movie. That's all I can <laughs> So I've been like you know, I'm like five Re chapters in now. Uh yes, how are you doing? It's 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 good. It's like it's just odd to me. Like I know they they said they're gonna bring in like the the Emperor like nephew, not the Emperor, the fucking the Harkonnen guy, his nephew, yeah. or whatever. But like, why do you think they didn't put him in the first movie? Do you think it's just like too much to do? Um, I think because here's like like here's my hot take about the new Dune movie. Me, the newest Dune movie was a lot less to do with the book at all than the nineteen eighty three did. Like this, the new Dune movie took a lot of stuff out, like a lot. So, as per, like, you know, what they were thinking, like, I just, like, I I, I, I don't know what they were thinking at all. Like, I, Theoden is a very important character. He's very, because he's supposed to be, like, you know, Paul, basically, there's yeah, Paul. that's and, what I was thinking, like, you know. They're, even, they're juxtaposed. Yeah, even though I'm, like, only, like, five chapters in, right, like, my, my thinking was, like, they could have done, like, this kind of, like, parallel story between Paul and... And and this other guy who's like also a younger and Theoden, yeah. right? Yeah, like if yeah, because they seem even though like obviously they're very different people, they seem like yeah. they have similar. To, to me, what to me at least, and this is you know doing that thing, deconstructing a book, looking into what the author was saying. But to me, it really seems like House Atreides was supposed to be the best of humanity, and House Harkonnen is like the worst of humanity. Right, and that also you know parallels with and like you know those they're like to the extremes of both those sides. 
Yeah, it also kind of parallels with um, Zendaya's character, right? Like, the, yeah. they're all, like, the like these younger, like, next-generation characters from different worlds. And, yep. like, you can build a, a nice narrative between the three of them throughout yeah. the film. But I felt like, I don't know, I guess, I guess the Dune the movie felt like it was really made for people who had never read Dune. I think that's probably you're probably right on point. Also, part uh, two of that point, I think that the first Dune was kind of a proof of concept. Um, you have to understand that there are seven books in the Dune series, uh, which to me the pinnacle of that series is God Emperor. Um, God Emperor of Dune is a fantastic book. I can't wait for you to read it. I think we'll have a lot to talk about it. Uh, that book also can get people woke as fuck, so keep an eye out for that when you're reading it. <laughs> um, but it, I think. Hopefully, they got the green light for Dune 2. Hopefully, because there's a lot, as you can probably tell, you're five chapters in. There's a lot of really, really weird shit in that book. Um, and hopefully, they're going to bring the weird shit to the forefront now in part two. That's that, that's my hopes, at least. That they'll do all the really... Because there was a little bit of weird. Like, you know, they did Gady Prime was really fucking creepy. There was that weird spider creature that had, like, an, a giant, two giant ass cheeks. Um, mm. There was, like, you know a little bit of body horror shit but the harkonnens were supposed to be like extreme body horror like the again like they kind of fucked up the baron um because you know when he, they describe him in the books like the full folds of his fat are like coming out of this harness like they're exposing out of this harness he uses to keep himself afloat not yeah. like the weird spinal thing that he has in the movie which i thought would kind of weaken his character because you know they just try to make him all like bald and pasty skin you know like atypical bad guys um but again i just hope well uh, all we can do now is wait for dune part two hope they include all the good weird shit hope they recovers and then we get children of dune and then we get oh i'm not children of dune well i think they'll probably do if at least if they're smart they'll do children of dune and dune messiah in the same book because they're all essentially one book and then they do god emperor uh and then god emperor is a very well, you'll just have to read it first and we can talk about it, but yeah. I'm just really hoping they put that on the silver screen because I wanted to get people woke as fuck super fast. <laughs> well, it also felt like, um, just like, because I had never read Dune, mm-hmm. right? Like, for people who had never read it, right? Like, the House of Trade is essentially getting wiped off the planet or out yeah. of, like, out of history, like, is a huge twist, but, like, in the book, it's like, yeah. we know what's going to happen from, like, the first sentence or some shit like like you already know that's gonna yep. happen yep right yep. Like, you you know ua is like is gonna betray them by the second chapter you like and because the the beginning excerpts of excerpts of every chapter is like from a future princess or whatever like yeah writing the history and saying like oh the yeah, ua is the great creator of house treaties and like shit like that so <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, it's definitely it's definitely an interesting take on Dune, but mm. I think I think it's yeah, I th- I think it really is made. The movie was made more for to bring in new fans, like uh, like here's here's your next Star Wars for the modern viewer, or here's your yeah. next like Harry Potter franchise. Like we're gonna make a huge franchise where people are going to love the movies and then maybe read the books later or whatever, right? Like, and I think that's just kind of... Well, the good thing about Dune is that, again, it is it's it is super weird. Yeah, like, it is super weird. So I just, I'm just hoping in Dune Part 2 they just uh, amp up the weird level a little bit. You know, maybe we see some Stage 3 Guild Navigators. Um, maybe we see some more of Gaty Prime weird shit because they had, like, they would literally... They has the like the heart plugs. They don't even have those. Like they're like Gaty Prime slaves would walk around with like these little plugs that uh, a member of the house could rip out and it just turns their heart off. Hmm. And like shit like that. And like they start bleeding out through the eyes and all this kind of crazy shit. It's intense. <laughs> um so hopefully we'll just see more of that. And until then, I'm not really sure. Like I said, the first Dune movie was a good sci fi movie. I don't really think it was the best Dune movie, to be personally honest, but that's the f- typical flavor for someone who's really into the books and then sees the movie <laughs> yeah it's just you know it's it's you're watching someone else's interpretation of something that you love right like yeah it's like for me the still the, 
like for me the still suits too like in the still suits it really seems like in the book they're supposed to be like skin tight like water retaining suits and not really like these big battle armor things that people make them out to be yeah. so um you know that's I got a lot of personal gripe with this movie as it comes to the late. I'm just, but I am happy to have a new sci-fi franchise to be excited for. So I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, I mean it's the same thing with like. I mean, this is why people get so upset about comic book movies and stuff is like because they they don't necessarily line up with your own kind of interpretation of the characters or their stories or whatever. And like, but at the end of the day, it's like. Dude, the MCU is great. So who cares? <laughs> I'm just glad, like, it's like, <sighs> I'm just, I'm just happy to have a dude movie. You know, yeah. I'm happy to have those sandworms looking super cool. Like, we're gonna see sandworm riding in the next, you know, definitely in the next movie. Um, and like I said, hopefully one day we'll get God Emperor on the silver screen. We do Pluto the second, and we'll um give people some. I don't know. It depends if they want to keep that movie with the same dialogue that's in the book or not. Probably not. Well, yeah. But yeah, either way, either way. Um, yeah, like you, like you were saying earlier, like Eternals is kind of hard to talk about in review without yeah. like just putting our own spin on it. Well, I took this interpretation from that. Well, I took that interpretation from this. Well, you know. Like all, all I can really say about it is, it's not the best movie ever, but it's certainly not a bad movie. Um, there's something in it for people who really like to dive deeper into meanings uh, of movies or dive deeper into kind of the ideas in the movie, right? Like, like I said before, like there's a lot of like the- theological or philosophical kind of ideas that you know the idea of like you know meeting your maker or rebelling against your maker or um, you know, why, what our purpose is and why things happen the way they do and, you know, whatever else you might want to dive deep into that th- there's a lot there, uh, for you. There's a lot of food for thought within Eternals. Um, and even if not, like if you just yep. want to kind of chill and laugh and watch some cool action scenes, that's all there as well. Um, yep. if, if you're looking for like a nonstop action packed movie, you're going to be pretty disappointed probably. Um, But the people look great. The scenes look great. Uh, I mean, there's, there's a lot to like about it. And yeah, like, like, like Sheriff said, like go in, make your own opinion. Who gives a fuck what critics say? Who gives a fuck what other fans say? To be honest, who cares what even we say? Like just come to your own conclusions because everyone has their own ideas of what's good and what's not. So, especially for that movie it's just like at the end of the day the question is like you know whether or not the eternals are human enough or like you know what they decide to do with human like you know stuff like that and um it's a difficult question to for a movie to pose and they answer it in a lot of different ways and everyone's gonna have their own unique interpretation of that like you know that answer when they come away from the movie it's great, you know, like I said, cool action. Uh, the stuff with Athena was great. Uh, like her, like how she just pulls the sword out of nowhere. Um, it was a little crazy. Uh, you know, Icarus beat the shit out of people. It was pretty dope, too. Yeah, um, I, I liked all of the Avengers. I mean, uh, not the Avengers, the Eternals. Yeah. Like, I'm, I mean, uh, Druig was kind of interesting, I guess. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I liked a lot of like the little stories, little relationships between people. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, I like Cersei, but I felt like her character was, like, the least developed. She kind of, like, seemed like she was just along for the ride for most of it. Yeah. Um, but, I don't know. Um, I, there's a lot of mixed feelings about Sprite, I think. Mm. Um, I thought she was whatever. I mean, obviously, like, she was in love with Icarus, but she's always looked like a child and whatever age. And, uh, you know, she kind of becomes human at the end so she will age and she gets stuck in school ha 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 funny um mm. but yeah i mean overall like i, I think the the movie's really good i, I think uh kumail nani johnny's character is hilarious and like the <laughs> the indian filmmaker who's just like following him around with the camera 
Yep. That shit's hella funny. Yeah, so. it was. Uh, Selma Hayek wasn't in a lot of the movie, but um, I thought she was fine. Mm. Um, yeah. Other than that, I mean, yeah, there's a lot to like. There's a lot to, you know, that you could discuss because of the mm. movie. There's, like I said, deviants aren't amazing, but whatever. Who cares? Uh, yeah, they're not really a villain. They're just kind of the antagonistic force, rather. Like, they attack randomly for... They're the excuse... <laughs> you know for violent for action scenes basically yeah i mean and and for like celestial like ah you have to go destroy the deviants that's why you're on earth yeah. totally it's not to birth more of us because that does something i guess mm. like like that's the other thing like you guys I, I don't even know what the fuck the point of celestial in the mcu is what do they even do they make sons didn't she <laughs> oh yeah that was the idea is that they make they make suns and then the suns use gravity to, you know, pull in the other planets and eventually the collective dust settles and, and, and then they kill all those people. It, and, and then they yeah, they blow it up, so it's more it's of an antagonistic of life. Yeah. It's more of an antagonistic parasitic uh relationship than anything, but you know, I thought the end scene was cool too. Like maybe as they're using like the eternal robots, like okay, these these humans are something, so maybe we gotta keep an eye on them because they're still around. Um, yeah. So we gotta judge all the humans. You you think though, like No, which is gonna be hilarious. Always would, love first good passing judgment on the entire human race. <laughs> you would think they would have like put a stop to Thanos or something though. Right? Yeah, because it directly impacted the um you know the celestial's yeah, the, ability to make others so yeah the the celestial and the and the core of the earth couldn't couldn't feed anymore on all the human intellect but let's be fair though to be honest like that question is why didn't they help against thanos is probably going to be the curse for every other movie that's going to come out post infinity war like the ten yeah. rings i mean they explained what it the they're fuck? like we're supposed to stay out of that <laughs> <laughs> Right. What about like the Ten Rings? Like, what the fuck happened there? Like, that guy just let well, the Mandarin don't give a shit though. He's just like, like... Hey, I conquered the fucking world, bitch. Yeah. I don't even think Hawkeye was fighting Ten Ring guys in Japan, or was he just fighting random strangers. Uh, Hawkeye was fighting like a, like an another syndicate, like I don't know, like. Crime lords for in in Mexico and shit in Japan. I don't know. Yeah, he just became Roman. Okay. Yeah, the Hawkeye uh, movie comes out tomorrow. Not movie, but the show comes out tomorrow, right? Yeah, the first two episodes only. I'm hoping it's good because it looks good, and I like Jeremy Renner. And um, I don't know who's writing it or whatever, but yeah, I'm not sure. The earlier reviews said like the the lead the lead actors say it like Haley Steinfeld and Jeremy Renner, but. I guess that means that maybe they didn't like it, but they like the, I don't know, but whatever. I'm still going to watch it and make my own opinion, so. Same, bro. Yeah, but again, yeah, Spider-Man, Spider-Man tickets go on sale Monday. Yep. The 29th, so, I, I mean, I, I don't know if, I don't know what time they go on sale. I don't know, should I wait up till midnight? Should I stay up all night refreshing the app? Should I wake about 5 a.m.? Well, I wake up at 5 a.m. anyway on Mondays, so. There you go. I mean, Just have your phone nearby. I mean, it's always, yeah, it's always nearby. I'm going to, I'm gonna, you know, I I just got to get them tickets, yo. Mm. Click, 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 click. So. Uh, I'll be there. It'll be a good time. Yeah, it'll be good. It'll be good. Yeah. Literally, the other movies I need to catch up on for the MCU other than Eternals and... About it, right? No, you've watched everything, haven't you? Yeah, I don't think it was new more. Oh, I saw Black Widow recently too, but I'm not sure how much that ties into everything, or if they were just trying to, you know, give her her own little side project. It just ties into Hawkeye. Yeah, well. Um, but yeah, no, my 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 wife has watched everything except for uh, Black Widow and um, Ant Man and the Wasp. Hmm. So, I think she'll watch them eventually, but... Yeah. I told her she should watch Ant-Man and the Wasp before Endgame, but she didn't want to. <laughs> After Infinity War, she's like, I can't wait, I have to watch it now. There you go. So, it, it took it took me, like, two years to get her to watch it in the first place. So, 
Yeah, might as well quote while you're ahead. You know what to yeah. say. Yeah. But, yeah. What else? Uh, I mean, nothing really. There's, there's not like, um, yeah. I don't know. Not hopefully, Star Wars, hopefully Star Wars season will pick up again soon. We can start doing Obi-Wan reviews or at least talking about the episodes like in depth. Um, yeah, I'm excited for, for Obi-Wan for sure. That's a while yeah. off, but Bo Book of Boba Fett's what, next month? December? I think something like that. I remember I saw a trailer just now. I have to sneeze one second. No worries. Mm, Let's see if there's any news. Maybe there is. Probably not, though. Uh, Masters of the Universe Revelation Part 2. Oh yeah, I was gonna that. watch that. I was gonna watch that tonight when we hung up. Actually, I watched the first part. It was just okay. The trailer really hypes it up like to unproportionate levels, and I hate that I let the trailer do that to me. Just like I'm letting the Lightyear trailer like hype me up to unproportionate levels. But <laughs> Pixar at least can deliver on the hype sometimes. Usually, most of the time. Yeah, Pixar usually <laughs> doesn't miss. Yeah, like the Soul. Like I went back and watched the movie the other day. Fuck, dude, it's such a good damn, such yeah. a damn good movie. Like such a good movie. Uh, up monster the original Monsters Inc. The Monsters Inc. University was actually pretty good. Like, damn, so happy Pixar's around. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars Ahsoka casts Natasha Lou Borditso as Sabine Ray. Who that is? Good. Oh, oh, they got the speed. My sister's gonna be super happy. Yeah. Um, I think that's about. Yeah, that's I, the only real news. <laughs> Yeah, like I said, I watched Rebels. I thought it was cute. Um, the only good thing for me was Thrawn, really. And that was about it. But I like the uh, blind Jedi. Keep forgetting the guy that Kanan. taught. Uh, yeah, Kanan. I like Kanan a lot. Yeah, dude. When when Kanan meets his ultimate end, uh, that was actually I I didn't expect that. I, I cried a little bit. It's, yeah, dude. It's rough. You know, it's good that the show can do that to you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, DC League of Super Pets movie oh uh, John yeah Kaczynski the rock is voicing uh superman yeah the rock is uh voicing um crypto crypto yep yep Saw uh, that trailer. dave filoni is writing the ahsoka series good good uh, for him this is great this is great to see some career progress for a guy that you know is just a huge star wars nerd and he wanted to make star wars content and that's what he went up and did yeah he made the clone uh, wars and now he's directing a, a real life action set right. so they confirmed uh, that Chris Pratt will not be doing an Italian voice for Mario. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> it's uh, me. Why are they doing this Mario movie? I don't understand. Like, why Why are they making an attempt? Like, why? Money. Why? They Nobody asked. Money. But they're just going to waste money because it's going to be a huge joke. Well, I guess maybe they'll bring a bunch of kids out yeah, to see it, I guess. Yeah, but people love memes. So. Yeah. If you got a whole movie that's a meme, hey, people are going to love yeah. that. Uh, producers say Boba Fett will turn barbarian mode in the book of Boba Fett. Good. He's supposed to kill a lot of people. That's kind of his idea. He becomes the next Mandalore, right? At least in the books he does. Uh, who knows what they'll do with uh... Yeah. Or if they even know what Mandalore is. <laughs> like, if... Scarlett Johansson is producing a top secret movie for Marvel Studios. Okay. I don't give a shit about top secret. Once it's announced, yeah. I don't care. Yep. I'll uh... see what it is first. Apparently, Cowboy Bebop is a is a is a what's the word? Oh, I didn't fucking watch that live action. Are you fucking kidding me? No, thank you. Yeah, yeah, it's a flop. That's the word. Nobody likes no. it. Well, nobody's gonna like an animated real life adaptation because they just sometimes it just doesn't. Death Note was the only one they could have done, and they fucked that up so bad, so bad because they said it. And it's like you know they just basically colonized it. I don't know how else to describe it. It's about a young yeah. Japanese. It's supposed to be a story about a young Japanese man that thought he could change the world by killing people, which is a problem the country's taken with for a long time. Of course, and they of course. they made it about an edgy Portland teen that wanted to become a death god. So, well, I guess Kira <laughs> did become one of He did kind of semi want to become a god, but it was more about creating a new great society. Well, that's yeah. what he was talking about in the anime anyway. But uh, Dennis Villanueva confirms Fade Rataz. You say that differently than me, probably. Appearance of no. Dune Part Two. Oh, oh, third, uh, Theoden? Is that it's F E Y D dash R A U T H A. I don't know. There's a lot of characters in the Dune books, dude. 
Fade Rasta. Yeah. Um, Warner Brothers announces some stupid fighting game. Yep. Do do do. Fade Rata Harkonnen, the younger brother of Beast Raban and Baron Vladimir's other nephew. This is saying it. Uh, major fixtures from the book were noticeably absent in the film, including Fade Rata Harkonnen, the younger brother of blah blah blah. Uh, uh, Fade's omission was a surprise since he served as one of the novel's primary villains. Blah blah blah. Uh, he was Baron Vladimir's chosen heir to lead House Harkonnen. Additionally, he proved to be a formidable opponent in combat. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, did you see the multiverse whatever game bullshit from WB? Nah. Oh. Uh, it's pretty much like Super Smash Brothers, but with WB characters like Arya Stark <laughs> and Shaggy. Uh, and like they they turn Shaggy like they, they they literally make him Bruce Lee. Yeah, he became a big meme uh, a while ago last yeah. year in Internet Land. Uh, but at the end of the day, that's cute. Uh, Isn't that kind of insulting, though, (laughs) to Bruce Lee? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, at the end of the day, it's cute. Uh, I'm probably not going to play it or pay attention to it. (laughs) Yeah. It's like the PlayStation All-Stars, you know? Like, nobody talks about that anymore, but PlayStation All-Stars is basically the same thing, and it flopped. So I'm imagining this is going to suffer the same fate. No doubt. Oh, Harry Potter reunion special, HBO Max, uh, January 1st. That'll be good. So... Yeah. Um, Holly Berry wants to direct a remake of Catwoman. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not much news. But <clears throat> anyway, um, the only other thing to say about Eternals is post credit scenes. We got Harry Styles <laughs> as Thanos' brother. Hey, your microphone's getting a little fuzzy. Is it? Hello? Hello? Yeah. Can you hear me? Or maybe it's my audio. Uh, I adjusted. Is it fixed? No, it's still pretty fuzzy. Okay, how about now? Okay, okay, that's that's all right. Okay, are you sure? Oh yeah, it's still pretty fuzzy. Shit. Your audio. How about now? Is it fixed? No, it sounds like you're speaking through an old timey. Don't time your radio. Okay, this might hurt your ears. Hold on. Everything hurts my ears. Push my fingers into my eyes. How's that? That's oh, better. Okay. Um. So, yeah, hairstyles shows up as Star Fox, aka Arrows, aka Thanos' brother. Mm. Um. So if you like Harry Styles, you'll be excited, and if you hate Harry Styles, then you'll be very disappointed. Uh, and then, yeah, in the very last scene, um, Jon Snow gets the ebony blade of, uh, mm. you know, to become Black Knight, and we hear a voice, and that voice has been confirmed to be Blade. Because, mm. you know, Blade is going to show up and have his own movie one day. Good. The blade's awesome. Vampire, I want to see some awesome shit. Yeah. I want to see um, those ninja stars. I want to see if they'll have the balls to make it an R-rated movie where people just get cut up and die in huge squalls of blood. I mean, technically they did that on uh, Netflix, right? We got yeah. Punisher, we got Daredevil. But it, it kind of seems like they're distancing themselves from part of those. But obviously, I mean, of course, it's well known and not hidden at all that Charlie Cox is going to be Daredevil in the Spider-Man movie because we don't have enough people in that movie already. By the way, that's sarcasm because nobody actually knows if he's in it or not. Yeah. I just feel bad about the Netflix Daredevil series, dude. I feel bad about all the... Yeah, it was. And so, you know, the Iron Fist was a start to something different. They introduced a very unique character in that movie. Luke Cage is great. Uh, Punisher was fucking amazing. Like, it was probably the pinnacle of all that. And Jessica Jones was 
also really, really good. My sister really, you know, for me, it was just okay, but my sister loved that show, and it's probably because she associated herself a lot more with Jessica Jones than I did. So, yeah, you know, so basically that means that there was diversity there and things for people to enjoy, which is great. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they just kind of threw that all in the fucking garbage um, for some reason. Because, man, Disney Plus had to. Yep. Uh, but, but I believe they'll bring the characters back in some capacity hmm. just don't know how yet but we'll have to see wait and see yeah so wait and see buddy yeah. all right i'll let you all go right. since eight o'clock yeah thanks for hanging out thanks to everybody who tuned in anybody listening on the podcast version uh or on youtube you can follow the stream if you would like uh the nerd ledger on twitch or you can yep. follow the podcast uh if you're on twitch or youtube which is just called the Nerd Ledger. You can find it everywhere you listen to podcasts. Goodbye. Much love. Goodbye. See you later. Yep. Love you. Bye-bye.